Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast for January 25th, 2021. On January 20th, 2021, the United States inaugurated President Biden and ushered in what we hope will be a period of harmony and enlightenment in immigration reform. On his very first day in office, President Biden announced plans to send a progressive and bold immigration bill to Congress in the coming weeks that will embrace immigrants as an essential part of our society, instead of criminalizing and marginalizing them, as has been the situation in the past four years. There are two reforms we'd like to talk about specifically that struck us as most meaningful because they promote family unity and common-sense immigration reform. The first is the elimination of the three- and ten-year bars on re-entry. For foreign nationals, legal authorization or permission to remain in the United States is controlled by a Form I-94. A foreign national is issued a new Form I-94 upon each entry to the United States and may secure their Form I-94 through U.S. Customs and Border Protection. As a foreign national, if you remain in the United States beyond the expiration date of your Form I-94, you are deemed to have failed to maintain your lawful non-immigrant status and may be subject to dire consequences, including the accrual of unlawful presence. In most circumstances, if you have failed to maintain your lawful status, you are not eligible to adjust your status to lawful permanent resident while in the United States. As it stands now, if you accrue anywhere between 180 and 364 days of unlawful presence, you will be subject to a three-year bar on re-entry to the United States from the date that you depart. If you accrue 365 days or more of unlawful presence, you'll be subject to a 10-year bar on re-entry to the United States from the date that you depart. These three- and 10-year bars have the most severe impact on foreign nationals who may be eligible to legalize their status through their relationship to a U.S. citizen or a lawful permanent resident. Under our current immigration system, a foreign national who has failed to maintain their status in the United States and may qualify for a green card based on their familial relationship to a U.S. citizen or a lawful permanent resident is required to leave the United States to consular process for their green card. Once they leave, they will trigger either the three- or ten-year bar on reentry. There is a provisional waiver available for the three- or ten-year bar where the foreign national can demonstrate extreme hardship to a U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident spouse or parent. However, such a waiver is discretionary, meaning there is no guarantee of approval. Moreover, approval of the provisional waiver does not guarantee that the foreign national will be issued a visa and be permitted to enter the United States if they are found inadmissible for other reasons. For example, inadmissibility for crimes or unlawful returning after being removed or deported from the United States. Our current immigration system forces such individuals into a paradoxical situation. Remain in the United States unlawfully or leave the country and risk that they may never be permitted to return lawfully. Repealing these punitive bars on re-entry would resolve this quandary and promote family unity by allowing foreign nationals who are eligible to legalize their status to do so in the United States. The second reform we find encouraging is the expanding of legal immigration. Since 1991, Congress has set a limit on the number of immigrant visas that could be issued annually. 
In order to become a lawful permanent resident of the United States, in other words, a green card holder or LPR, an immigrant visa must be available to the foreign national at the time they apply, either for adjustment of status in the United States or for consular processing outside of the United States. These immigrant visas are broken down into preferences or quotas based on family relationships and employment. Each preference is allocated a certain number of immigrant visas annually. Preferences are based on family relationships, ranging from children and spouses of permanent residents to siblings of U.S. citizens, and based on skill level in the context of employment-based immigration. All preference categories account for a total of approximately 366,000 immigrant visa numbers each year, 226,000 for the family-sponsored preference and 140,000 for the employment-based preference. These preferences are further broken down into nationality-based quotas for nationals of India, China, Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Vietnam, and the Philippines, as there is a maximum percentage of immigrant visas that can be allocated to a single country in one year, and these countries have exceeded their maximum percentage. Immigrant petitions filed on behalf of foreign nationals from these oversubscribed countries are subject to a separate numerical count. Visa retrogression occurs when more people apply for a visa in a preference category or nationality quota than there are visas available. Once retrogression occurs, a backlog is created, whereby USCIS approves a family or employment-based immigrant petition but foreign nationals cannot become lawful permanent residents because an immigrant visa number is not available in their preference. This backlog continues to grow because Congress has not increased the number of immigrant visa numbers available since 1991, and demand increasingly outruns supply. Since 1991, wait times for immigrant visa numbers have more than doubled, with the average wait time of well over 10 years for many family-sponsored and employment-based petitions. These wait times are dramatically increased for those nationals of quota countries. For example, fourth preference sibling-based petitions for nationals of Mexico have a wait time of over 23 years, while the Philippines has a wait time of well over 19 years for an immigrant visa. Indian nationals have a wait time of well over 10 years for many employment-based visas. According to the Cato Institute, quote, behind those immigrants who applied for green cards in 2018 stand nearly 5 million people waiting in the applicant backlog. Without significant reforms, wait times will become impossibly long for these immigrants, end quote. In fact, it is anticipated that backlogs may reach egregious levels, 54 years for Indian nationals with second-preference employment-based immigrant petitions, and these include petitions for skilled workers, individuals with exceptional ability, and national interest waivers, and 102 years for Mexican nationals who file immigrant petitions for their siblings. The Cato Institute estimates that 675,000 potential legal immigrants, or 14% of those who are waiting since 2018, could die before immigrant visa numbers become available to them. These terribly long time periods are the result of artificial caps that separate families for extensive periods and otherwise prohibit lawful migration to the United States. 
The comprehensive immigration bill that President Biden plans to send to Congress within the next several weeks promises to make significant changes to the legal immigration system by recapturing previously unused visas, which will reduce the green card backlog, eliminate the per-country quotas on visas, and provide a means by which children and spouses of lawful permanent residents may obtain green cards. It's important to understand that many families who find themselves subject to the three and 10 year bars and subject to visa retrogression are blended nationality families where the parents are foreign nationals, but the children are US citizens. When faced with the choice to leave the United States and move back to their country of origin, the family must consider whether bringing a US citizen child along may result in persecution of the family or the child. In other cases, the child's inability to speak the home country's native language and lack of familiarity with the culture may prevent that U.S. citizen child from obtaining an education or being employed. Thus, the parents may have to consider the unimaginable, leave that U.S. citizen child in the United States, separating the family for prolonged periods of time, possibly permanently, based on the current projections of visa retrogression. Immigration reform is of very important national interest and more than ever critical as our current system only serves to prolong lengthy separations and reduce benefits that harm families and our communities. Such reforms, ultimately, must logically support a family's ability to exist together and remain economically self-sustaining and independent. As attorneys and as a society, we are constantly advocating for individuals to follow the law and immigrate to the U.S. legally. Unfortunately, our current immigration system forces families to make those impossible decisions and sets people up for failure. It's time for meaningful, compassionate, and innovative immigration reform that puts families first. Having trouble keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of immigration law? Save time and effort with the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast. Each week, we scan the news feeds to find topical issues important for busy immigration professionals and produce a five to 10 minute podcast that you can download easily and listen to while making breakfast, riding the train, or taking the kids to school. Subscribe now and stay up to date with Minor and Landis. For access to more articles and information, please go to www.miner.com. That's M-E-Y-N-E-R.com. <laughs>